He didn't shout. He said it calmly, in a low voice. These are my people who will die today. Be quiet, Andalite. Be quiet. Fucking chills. Yeah. It's... uh, It's so good. It's so fucking good. I... He knows from the very beginning that the hork are just going to be caught in this war between the Yerks and the Andalites. He knows this with a certainty. And he knows that turning to violence and killing is going to destroy his people, not necessarily just because it will uh, stain them moralistically, but because it means hork killing hork Dark Hami deserves better. <laughs> yeah, he really, he really did. And they march. And the rest of the hork are chanting Aldera's chant, Aldrea's chant. And just like, she had created a simple instruction for my fellow hork She was very clever. The Andalites are a very clever species, like the Yerks, like the Arn. We had been created by one brilliant species, invaded and enslaved by another, and now a third was using us. But as I marched, I saw no way out. That was what made me feel as sick as someone who has eaten yellow bark. There was no other way for us. We had become tools to be used by smarter, more powerful species. And they arrive at the felled Narwin tree, the speaking tree. And they attack. There's about 20 or 30 controllers. Um, more are going to show up. Um, and he knows the Yerk pool is going to hold hundreds or thou- maybe even thousands of Yerks in their natural state. Um, and Audre is going to go to the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they attack. And they give the monsters the simple instruction to kill. And he gives the order, and he's looking at her as he says it, but she doesn't look back at him. All of her eyes are focused forward. And she declares, for her family, for my brother, my mother, my brother, for my father, Prince Zero, kill. A massive demon surging forward. Great powerful, yeah, great powerful monsters, careless of gravity, bounded and slithered and shuffled and leaped at the yurks. And it is horrible. This is a brutal battle. Yeah. Because the monsters can't run away, even as they're attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and deck. This is, is attacked mm-hmm. by a hork controller. Uh, and he defends himself. Uh, he ducks be- beneath the swinging arc of the hork controller's blade, rises up, 
pushes his head back and kicks into his stomach with his foot, opening him up, uh, landing at the feet of one of the monsters. Uh, it doesn't matter what the Galilash did. It ma what matters is that my people, the people I was to lead as seer, had seen what I did. Do as he does, they cried. They began to drop from the trees, and then the final horror began. Uh, Adria gets into the ship, um, dances through the battle, and is taken back. Like, she panics. Mm -hmm. Like, this w battle going off around her, but she's able to get to the ships and is, like, feeling very sort of swung about because there's no guards on the ship. They've all gone to uh, join the fight. Mm -hmm. um, starts, uh, fires up the computer, starts to uh, get ready to send the message realizes that um, she needs to try and look as composed as she can because the fact that she's young and female is already going to be counted against her um, and goes to uh, uh, starts to do the message uh, but sees um, a controller uh, coming up on her. She whips around to defend herself but uh, gets backhanded um, by them. And Professor 3 is here. <laughs> Um, and uh, it just starts monologuing. Uh, <laughs> sorry, um, but Adria's just like, why isn't this Horbajir using his blades on me? Um, and Esplin, not that she knows that's who this is, but has got her pinned, um, pinned down, unable to reach uh, him with her tail. Uh, terminates the communication. And Adria is just like, go on, fucking kill me. Um, with more courage than she feels, uh, feeling sick with fear and just plain sick from the spinning in her head. And, um, and then get some creepy shit from Esplin. Um, no, no, kill you. No, 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 not me. I don't want to kill you. I want to make you my host. I will be the first Angelite controller ever. I will have complete access to your every secret, to all of the scientific and technical knowledge you possess. See, I've studied you, Andalites. I admire you. And Andrea's like, I've got to distract him. I've got to stall him. Um, I just, he kicks at her. I'm just like, I need you to stay put. I'm going to power up this fighter and use its shredders to cut down your little army of DNA mistakes. And, uh, but Andrea, um, <laughs> clever girl that she is thinks about the Jabba Jabba monster who she had touched before and starts morphing um and uh I guess she didn't know about morphing yet did you and <laughs> grabs hold of him and he's like what are you doing she's like what am I doing I'm destroying you this is for my brother for my mother and my father and starts like crushing um Esplen in this Hulkbajim morph and she can feel it's mon the monster's mind a flicker of intelligence not even sentient it's just violent it's been decoded uh, encoded to destroy but she's practiced the morph she knows how to control the instincts and that proves to be a mistake because the monster wouldn't have paused to kill this yerk 
Um, but she does when the body starts thrashing. Um, even though uh, she can still feel life in him. She just, like, lobs him out the hatch. Mm-hmm. Um, demorphs and sends, uh, uses the communication array. This young warrior oozing arrogance up on screen as she's just like gives a designation where she is and uh this kid's just like priority one is reserved for measures of the utmost uh after like the announcement of prince zero's death is hardly a priority one message and she's like i was not feeling patient i'd been punched kicked and stomped then maybe this will be important enough for you the yurks are here here in force in orbit and on the ground and this fucking rocks this kid's world (laughs) um but yeah message uh gets across uh aldrea calls to dak in thought speak to get off the log the yerk fall get everyone off uh and he leads them away um because and it's just like the battle has been happening hawk bajir versus hawk bajir but he leads the people away and then um Adria fires on the Yerk pool and it breaks in two. And it's gone, the contents come gushing out onto the ground. Um, and the liquid washes away, but left are, uh, hundreds, maybe thousands of Yerk bodies. And he doesn't give the order. Uh, his friend Jagil does. Gentle, fearful, gajil. Or jigjil. Hard J's and G's. Mm-hmm. Um, he had learned a great deal in 20 minutes of combat. And it's him that gives the order to kill them. Do as Dark Hami has done and kill them. The remaining controllers run and the Hawk Bajir set about stomping and cutting up the Yerks who lay on the ground in some nightmare dance. Um, and Andrea in the other ship annihilates the parked ship shredders. Oh, wait, nope, my bad. There's a different ship coming in, finding a target. Um, Andrea bursts out of um, the parked ship uh, before it can be blown apart. But more ships are landing, more Horpagia controllers, more Ged controllers, and... Um, and she's just like, time to get out of here. We accomplished what we wanted. And he watches as she realizes what happened to the slugs and what the Hawkbajir are doing. <laughs> her face changes color. Her, uh, her breathing stopped and she won't look at him. And he's just like, yes, quite an accomplishment. And I appreciate that she is taken aback. Even in he, because he realized he knew what was coming, like you said before. And he's just like, yep, this is who we are now. This is where we are. But he calls the retreat. Uh, and they obey him. Hawk Bougie, who had never known the word obedience, now obey him. Because he's the Sith? Because he's wiser than them? No. Because Aya had destroyed their past and now they had no choice but to follow me into a future they could not imagine. The monsters in our valley were destroyed that day. Only a very few survived. But that was all right because we didn't need monsters anymore. We had become them. 
and it's seven months before any reinforcements come to the Horbizier home world. Fucking seven months. Seven months uh, before any help comes. She expects two. Because yeah. that's how long it took her to get here mm-hmm. when she came. And she says, well, maybe zero space shifted and it's farther <laughs> away. You know, that happens a lot. Or maybe they just don't believe me. Yeah. You know, which turns out to be more truthful than not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in that seven months, Dakami and Eldrea have been learning the techniques of guerrilla warfare. Uh-huh. Strike with the element of surprise at the enemy's weak point. Withdraw before the counterattack can begin. Use the population for support, regardless of reprisals. They've trained a hardcore, a, a core of Horbegier, which they're calling the army. They capture shredders, they attack bases, they hide in the trees or amongst the Arn. They're brave and resourceful and losing. Because regardless of how fast the resistance can spread, the Yerks are spreading faster. Um, and as well as that, they notice the uh, technology that the uh, Yerks are working on. The shredders, as they capture them, they've been altered. Um, they're Draken beams now. Did, and love this detail. Ha! It did not kill as cleanly as a shredder. It caused more pain. She just... Well, I will touch a sadism there. And yep. the uh, the Yerks have started mining, building bases, um, and, and spacecraft, and spacecraft, um, to be manned by Hawk Bajir controllers and armed with Draken weapons, Draken beam weapons, because the Yerks are learning. They had Andalite, Skritnar, Orgaic, and Hordebron technology to pull apart, and now they have an abundance of hosts. Um, but it's raining um, somebody is injured uh, to ha- and they go back to the arm and Quartzenikan is as charming as ever um, the arm are awake and about and he's like what questions why they're here and Andrea's just like we have a wounded warrior fix him um, that's the implication um, because the arm are still biologists uh, they'd had very few wounds that couldn't be treated um, and Quartz is still on there. You're going to bring the war here. Uh, you're not welcome. And uh, just laying it out, just like, it's going to come anyway. How long do you think it will be until they tire of enslaving Hawk Vashir and begin making hosts of the Arn? And then this little fuck just mm-hmm. smiles. It's just like, a very long time now, Seer of the Hawk Vashir. Um, we have been busy. We have not rested. And we have not put your faith in your never-appearing Andalite fleet either. Um, the Arn have altered their own DNA, making it so, and have done so, and this is a real simple means of doing it. They've mm-hmm. weakened a blood vessel, so if something, try, if anything increases cranial pressure, it causes the vessel to rupture and the host to die. And as soon as the Yerks figure that out, they're not going to bother try taking on hosts and mm-hmm. then Aldredith laughs she's like alright so you think they're gonna they can't use you as host they're not gonna leave you 
And because mm-hmm. Quartz can't think of, oh, well, if they don't have a use for us, why would they? And it's just like, uh, Dak is the one that points out, if they don't need you, they'll destroy you. Um, <laughs> Jagil is ready to kill Quartz Seneca at this point. Um, and Dak's just like, I'll leave him, the Yerks are going to do it. And <laughs> Jagil is just like, I am a great Yerk killer. He's like, I will kill the Yerk. And, like, and Dak is just really fucking sad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, another Holger, uh, Delph, uh, echoes that, uh, yes, he's a great yeah, killer. And Dax smiles at Delph, uh, who is, uh, Jagil's partner. Um, the Holger apparently pairing off earlier in life than Andalites. And <laughs> Adria reflects, pink, like, that it's painful to think about the future that Jagil and Delph face and feels self-pity as she looks at Dak because there's no future for her and him either um, in her mind. In some ways we had become even closer, but the easy fun, the trust of our earlier times was gone. I often recall the time when I had moved to Chadu and climbed to the top of the tribe tree. I held on to that memory. But their army is reduced is down to forty two. Plus her. Thirty one with shredders, uh, or dragon beams, all of them with scars. Um and uh they're resting and another Hawk uh had Kalpak note the name. Because you know, we gotta get some relatives in there. Um about how Mother Sky's flowers are strange tonight. Because, uh, and Adria recognizes it as the space battle that it is. Um, and she's delighted because it means that, well, it's not the Skritnar up there fighting the Yerks and is jubilant for a moment thinking that everything's going to be all right because the Andalite fleet is here. And here we get some fucking boss moves from Dak. Yeah. King shit. <laughs> yeah, I love this. So the uh, some Andalite fighters land, and they're like, "Ah, yes, you must be Aldrea." Uh, and Aldrea's like, "Yeah, this is Dak. He's kind of the leader of the Hork-Bajir. And uh, the Andalite who came down, who happens to be Sofor, is like, "All right, well, uh, let's go board the ship. We're gonna go up uh, <laughs> and say goodbye to your pet." Um, and Aldrea's like, uh, no, Dak is coming with me. And <laughs> Dak's like, uh-uh, no, no. No. I'm not going no. with you at all. You are going to come here. You will tell your prince that we will welcome him. We will be glad to meet him when he comes here. And he just turns and walks away. And after a few seconds, Aldrea actually does follow him. And she's like, was that smart? Was that was that a good move? Um, they've come to help. No, they've come to kill Yerks, not to help. It's the same thing. I stopped walking. Listen to me, Aldrea. We are going to end up being pawns in this war between Yerks and Andalites. That's not going to happen. My people aren't like that, she said. We'll see, I said. Huh. <sighs> Uh, and then I, I love uh, how he surpassed her in his awareness, yeah. and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's just real good. Yeah, 
Well, she's blinded by anger what she, and what and her her what she grew up, her knowledge. Yes, and yes. her understanding. She's, she's, exactly. Um, she can't see past what she thinks the Andalites are supposed to be. Mm. She still believes the propaganda at least a little bit. Mm. Um, even even with as much of it as she has seen disproven in front of her, essentially, with what her father went through. Yeah. Uh, but a larger Andalite ship lands because Prince Aloran is here. Uh, War Prince Aloran. Uh, and he, and he actually wants you did, to know it. <laughs> and he actually did come down to meet with Dak. Uh, I, when I give an order, I expect it to be obeyed. Uh, and she's like, oh, well, I'm Aldrea, this is Dak. And Aldrea's like, I know who you are. And I regret your family's death. You are no doubt to be commended for having hidden out for seven months. We will reward whoever took care of you. Was it you, hork Anything you want. You have our official thanks. It's very dismissive. It's very much like... All right, good job. Thank you for taking care of her. We're going to go now. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Doc's like, mm, no. uh, you have a lot to learn. Uh, if you want, I can br- give you a briefing on the situation while you take us up to your ship. And Lauren's like, uh, excuse? Okay, bud. Sure. <laughs> this is so good. I love yeah. this so much. And then Dak just fucking lays it out. There are 17 Yurk ground bases spread, spread through 14 valleys. There are three known mining camps where the Yurks are busy extracting iron, bauxite, nickel, tin, copper, and uranium, as well as various gemstones I'm told are used for focusing shredders. The largest construction area is two valleys west of here. It is well camouflaged, having been dug back into the slope of the valley. We suspect that they have built 14 fighter craft based on a new design, but similar in capabilities to your own Andalite fighters. These fighters are armed with two dragon beam weapons, a blending of Andalite Shredder technology with some Ungachik particle wave technology. War Prince Aloran stared. All the Andalites stared. <laughs> Shall I continue? Aloran nodded his head slowly. The Yurks are also constructing a new type of ship, quite large, quite heavily armed. It seems almost to have been inspired by hork physiology. We, Aldrea and I, have been taken have taken to calling it a blade ship. And so forth's like, you've actually seen all of this? And Andrea's like, yeah, how? We have attacked several of these bases, others we have infiltrated. Attacked Yurk bases? What, the two of you? No, War Prince Aloran, Aldrea said proudly. We attacked with the hork army. That's what we've been doing for these last seven months, not hiding out. It has been a small army. We have had a total of 812 hork with us at one time or another. And now? 42 are with us now in this valley. Perhaps 200 more are scattered in small groups in the other valleys. We have lost many, very many. I doubt we would have survived another month. You've taken 70% casualties? One of the other Andalites asked, awestruck. Yes, I closed my eyes. Had it been that many? Yes, seven out of ten of the hork who'd rallied to me had died. Uh... And Andrea's like, oh, but, you know, now you're here. We're just going to wipe the Yurks off the face of the planet. It'll be fine. <laughs> and Aloran's like, uh, about that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not if, funny. If, Danielle is funny. <laughs> uh, it's if, if we would do that, we would definitely wipe them off the face of the planet uh, if we were still facing, you know, two Andalite, fi- four Andalite fighters and two transport ships. How many Hork-Bashir have been made into horse hosts again? 
Uh, we don't know. We estimate perhaps 40,000. Uh, there's a long silence, a very long silence. But, but you'll destroy them, Aldreas said hopefully. We have eight fighters, two transports, one resupply ship, one repair ship, a total of less than a thousand warriors. We destroyed two Yurk fighters on our way in. But that's not enough, Aldrea cried. Days after we heard your message from here, we received intelligence reports that the Yurk fleet was in Sector 2. The main fleet is there. We assume that since... That because you... He didn't finish. I'm just a female. And the daughter of Prince Ciro. So you assumed I was a fool, Aldrea said flatly. It will take a year for the main fleet to get here, unless Z-Space reconfigures. It's going to be a tough little war, Aloran said grimly. A very tough little war. And then they get attacked by Yurk fighters. Because of course they do. Because of course they do. And it's just like... The... The magnitude of the failure of the Andalites can't be overstated. Mm-hmm. Just like... What the fuck, y'all? <laughs> it, it all... I think it is that arrogance again and yeah. again and again, assuming they always know best. Yeah. Yeah. And time and time again, it fucks them and they never learn. Mm-mm. They sure don't. Unless you're Axe. Mm. Aldrea learns to. Mm-hmm. Unless you're an individual cut off from the rest of the Andalites. Yeah, Alfangor got to have a learning curve too. <laughs> it's almost like a toxic culture <laughs> breeds bad ways of thinking. And it isn't until you get outside it that you get perspective and go, oh, wait, maybe the system isn't working. Yeah. I... I love how fucking smart Dak is. Mm-hmm. Like if he if he had just gone with the the Andalite fighters to just meet Alorn to begin with, Alorn would never have respected him. No, N- not even after like a little speech like this. Like it just wouldn't. Yeah, but he's earned at least a smidgen of respect from Alorn. Mm-hmm. Doesn't amount to much in the end, but a little bit. Enough to get Aloran to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and just Dak being so forward-thinking mm-hmm. about all of it all the time. Uh, I wrote in the doc, in which Dak is both a seer and a seer. Mm. Good shit. Yeah. It's good shit. Uh, back to Esplin. And this is where we get a we get a pretty sweet uh fight scene. Um yeah. but this is where Esplin really gets to show his chops because he knows how Andalites fight. Mm-hmm. And it is I'm not saying he, the the ship he's on doesn't take damage, but because he's able to like call the plays, as it uh-huh. were, they're able to uh he's able to like call the shots on this battle so they do some serious damage. Because as we know, the the Adelite Force has very limited resources here. And, uh, yeah. 
and they are able through this battle to disable a few of them. Granted, um, uh, um, they're taking hit, they're taking casualties, but unless mm-hmm. the uh, reinforcements for the Andalites come quickly, it's not going to matter because they're getting b- and building more forces, whereas the Andalites are finite in this instance. So, um, but it is very much just like an action chapter there. Yeah. But it, I love I, seeing how smart Esplan uh-huh. is. Uh huh. It's uh, he he basically rattles off exactly what the Andalite fighters are going to do. That they're going to come straight, but then they're going to break off and shoot upwards into our bellies. Um, and he acts on this information and is able to destroy a fighter himself. Um, whereas some of the other bug fighters that were just firing indiscriminately were destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's able to do some, uh, evasive maneuvers as another Andalite fighter chases his fighter. They do some maneuvers and manage to, uh, plows into a tree, doesn't the- it? Yeah, he runs into a tree. Um, it's, vi- it's, it echoes, the the flight of Elfangor and Arbron on the Taxon homeworld. Mm. Um, in terms of just like flying into the valley through the trees um, uh, and the Andalites trying to set up his shot and then they uh, they lead him into his doom. Yeah, they damage his ship enough that he then can't pull out of the yeah. trajectory. And hits a tree. Yeah. Um, and uh, Esplin counts this as a victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut back to Dak. And this is like joke because it's like excited. it. They aren't saved by the Andalites. The war just gets worse. Uh, the main fleet is on its way, but yeah, yeah. Every is, so uh... often they get individual <laughs> ships show up to help. Um, the odd transport, the odd fighter, a few more warriors. And they're able to get the Yerks out of Dax Valley. Mm-hmm. But everywhere else they're strengthened. Um, the Andalite ships tend to like opt to hide in zero space, uh, just popping out when they're needed. Um, Aloran's um, leading a ground effort, but it's a holding action. Mm-hmm. And But every week there's fewer Andalites, more enslaved Hawkbajir. After six months... The Andalite warriors have been reduced to 400, and there are now just 12 of the Hawk-Bajir warriors and 100,000 Hawk-Bajir controllers. So they're hiding amongst the Arn, um, for the most part. The Arn don't like it, don't really have a choice, um, because now um, the Arn are known to the Yerks. Um, and because they can't infest them, uh, arms from other valleys are being used as labor in the mines and to build the ships. And when an arm is too injured or worn out to work, they're used as target practice. But the Yerks can't break this valley. But, uh, Dak knows that it's a matter of time. Yeah. And. So he. Yeah, go on. So he stands uh, looking out over Father Deep um, and thinking about how there's this one 
<laughs> one spot, one room in in this canyon that there are always two or three Andalites around without fail. Uh, and at first glance, it just looks like they're, you know, chilling. But they're always there. Hmm. And Aldrea's like, so uh, what you thinking about? Um, and we get just the, the casual touches of intimacy um, mm -hmm. uh, when he tells her that he thinks they're guarding something. And she's like, eh, it doesn't look like they're guarding anything. And he's like, mm, but and they yet, are. And yet they are. Every day. <laughs> and yet they Every are. Every night. <laughs> Uh, and so, uh, Aldrea's like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but eh, I'm sure it's fine. They're Andalites. And he's like, and oh, go like, for a walk. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's check out what's going on. And he walks over super cash and is like, hello, we would like to go in there. And the, and the Andalites are like, why would you want to go in there? Nothing in there for hork to strain his brain over. Uh, and then they look at Aldrea and nod respectively, respectfully at Aldrea. And she's the one who's like, why are you guarding this place? And the warriors all get on the defensive. Who's guarding? We're not guarding anything. We're definitely not guarding. Uh, will you allow us to enter? I asked. Listen to me, genius. This isn't a place for you. Why don't you go find some tree branches to chew on? Genius. It was one of several sneering terms the Andalite warriors had for hork -Bajir. I ignored it. Uh, and Aldrea is about to start yelling at this person. And Dax's like, mm, it's just a simple question. Are you going to let us in? Or yes or no? And the dude's like, move along. Uh, and so Dax just turns and walks away because he proved his point. Aldrea comes up beside him. I guess you have to expect that. The rudeness, I mean. These warriors are under constant pressure. Constant danger. Far from home. They aren't always going to be very sensitive. Their insults mean nothing, I lied. The fact that they are hiding something means something. <laughs> Let's ask Aloran. No, he gave the orders to guard that place. I guess we'll have to forget about it. Aldrea jumped ahead and blocked me. Don't lie to me, Dak. You're going to try and find out what's in there. Just don't, you don't, you just don't trust me to help you. I was determined to remain calm, but I wasn't able. Instead, I shouted, We have fought side by side with your people, and you Andalites still treat us like inferiors, like errand runners or servants, or like idiot clowns to amuse you. They didn't know who you are, Aldrea said. They figured you were just some regular hork -Bajir. Ah, yes. They assumed I was just one of the stupid hork -Bajir, the simple-minded hork -Bajir, the expendable, irrelevant, foolish hork -Bajir. That's not what I meant. Of course it's what you meant, I said bitterly. You Andalites have more respect for the vicious Yerks or the cowardly Arn than you have for the hork who fight and die at your sides. All that matters to your people is intelligence. Well, I've learned enough about Yerk and Andalite and Arn intelligence to make me sick. All this while Arn were walking around us, even through my legs, ignoring us. You're upset. I understand that. I laughed. You almighty Andalites, there is no limit to your arrogance, is there? Well, let me tell you something. We may be simple people, but we don't use biology to invent monsters, and we don't enslave other species, and we don't unleash a plague of parasites on the galaxy, endangering every other free species, and then go swaggering around like the lords of the universe. No, we're too simple for all that. We're too stupid to lie and manipulate. We're too stupid to be ruthless. 
We're too stupid to know how to build powerful weapons designed to annihilate our enemies. Until you came, Andalite, we were too stupid to know how to kill. That's quite a speech, Aldrea said softly. You've been wanting to say all of that for a long time, haven't you? The anger had burned itself out. I felt hollow. Not better. Not relieved. Just empty and tired. We were peaceful people, tending our trees, ignorant of our creators, unaware of everyone else in the galaxy. Now look at us. Now look what has become of us. The despised children of the Arn, slaves of the Yerks, tools of the Andalites. Aldrea stood close to me and pressed her upper body against my chest. I put my arm carefully around her shoulders. We stood there on the walkway for a long time, blind to all who passed. I will help you find out what they are hiding, Aldrea said, tonight, when the Arn are asleep. You can't go against your own people, I said. She looked at me then, with all her eyes. Dak, I hope it never comes to a choice between my people and—and you. But if it does, I'll stand with you. I smiled. I appreciated what she'd said, but I didn't believe it. We stand. We stand a legend. Mm -hmm. I. <sighs> this chapter probably encapsulates my entire worldview about the Andalites. Mm -hmm. Just. Ugh. It's so good. Mm hmm. And that bit where it's like the Andalites respect the Yerks or the in the Arn more than the Horkbajir. Mm -hmm. He's not wrong. No. Not at all. It's abundantly clear reading the books. Yeah, even look at the way that these warriors are treating him. Yeah. Like, standing outside the, the room. Mm -hmm. They don't have to treat him like he's a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. They don't have to sling insults at him. I mean, it's a deliberate... Call, it's got to be a deliberate callback to um, that memory of Aldrea's that we see of her talking about the yeah. of how the Andalites were treating the Yerks. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure, they don't have to be compassionate and kind and like nice all the time, like Aldrea said. Right? Expect yeah. rudeness because they're under constant pressure. Sure. Whatever. They don't have to be fucking dicks. Yeah, there's a fucking difference. They very clearly have no respect for the Hork-Bajir. Mm-hmm. None. They probably resent them for having to be here. Mm-hmm. We go from that incredible moment, that level of self-awareness of him and Aldrea having this moment, and I really appreciate the fucking fast one that this chapter pulled on me, I have to say. Because <laughs> um, Andrea goes to see Lauren. Yep. Doesn't tell Dak. Um, goes to see Lauren. asks what's in the room. He won't tell her. Um, I love her observation that he's always been arrogant. Now, after months of hopeless battle, he was brutal, distant, and above all, exhausted. She pleads mm -hmm. with him. She takes his hand. And the morphing technology is so new that most people don't even know how it works. And it doesn't even occur to a Lauren who can morph, though maybe not at this point. <laughs> uh, as, and he doesn't even question this chilled vibe as she acquires his DNA. Mm -hmm. 
and then goes back to Dak um, to the uh, the the quarters we remnants of the Hawk Bashir army. And I love that she's already classing herself as part of the Hawk Bashir army, not an Andalite. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm ready. And uh, he's like, you went to see alone. Yeah. Uh, she was surprised, to be fair. Um, one of the uh, uh, Delph had been following her. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, you didn't have to use them to spy on me. I went for to see Alora and it was so I could acquire him. That surprises Dak and she feels a little bit pleased at being him surprised. Um, and he's just like, wouldn't they know what you did? And she's like, no. Uh, and demonstrates. And she goes over to Delph and takes her hand and just like, just like this and just fucking acquires Delph as a morph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super cash. Yep. Uh, and it's like clearly not implied that the, the, the others know either that that's what she's doing. Just mm-hmm. like as if it's a demonstration. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, look, I wanted to do this because this, we want to get in without anyone being hurt. And we get her reflecting on how easy it is to morph into a Lauren, mm-hmm. which Shax is just like, oh, hey, look, Andalites don't have a problem turning into other Andalites. <laughs> Go figure. Um, excuse me. To be fair, Aldrea might be an outlier and should not be counted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, she observes Georg. Mm-hmm. Um, she reflects on how uh, the tail is heavier and she feels clumsier, which is the mm-hmm. lack of subtle balance that a female Andalite possesses. She's like, nice dig. Um, but she just does the whole impersonating it off as a thing. And it's just like, uh, fucking uses the fact that, and like a face blind to Hawkbashir, just like, oh no, this is a different one. I'm bringing him in with me. <laughs> Don't question me. Yep. It literally just says, are you, qu- are you questioning me? <laughs> just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they get out of the way, head inside, and they find this, um, computer. Sorry, my, my document rolled up instead of down. Um, <laughs> And are able to question it. Um, mm-hmm. There is nobody in here. It's just the computer. Uh, though it's a mix of Andalite and Arn technology. Because, of course, the Arn had a hand in this. Motherfuckers. Yep. Um, thankfully, a computer doesn't question why you're asking it strange questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do appreciate we have this moment. Uh, she uses, obviously, the voice key of Aloran to get in. Explains that they're going to be uh, in trouble if they get caught, and Dax just smiles. Or is Aldrea? We've been in trouble since we've been in trouble since we first met. Which is a uh, that's the good gay <laughs> shit I live for. Let me be clear. Um, but through questioning the computer, discover that um, the facility is there to match on uh, biotech with Andalite computer tech to uh, to create biological specimens. Specifically, a medicine combined with a virus. Specifically, a quantum virus designed to attack a specific type of living creature. And it immediately occurs to Aldrea what this is. But Dag demands that she asks the computer. Um, she doesn't want to ask because she knows the answer. And she doesn't want to hear the truth. And he snaps at her to just ask the question. And it reveals what we know from previous books. That... As far as it's been desired to target the Hawk Bajir. And Dak is pissed, so beyond pissed at the Andalites for having done it and calls it for what it is an evil thing. And he's so sad. 
because everything means that he's done has been no- means nothing if this is happening all the killing all the fighting nothing because uh, this virus is an admission of failure that the Andalites can't save the Hawk Bajir. And Aldrea is freaking out. She's like, I didn't know that this is wrong. They can't do this. And Dax is just like, it makes sense. Of course, to an Andalite, it makes perfect sense. They'd rather destroy us than have us be tools of the Yerks. And this is Aldrea's like crisis moment as her worldview fucking falls apart. Because mm-hmm. she's like, no, I can't believe this is not how and like that. Lauren has lost his mind. The electorate would never support this. And uh, she's like, maybe not, but they're not here, and Lauren is. And ain't that just fucking war for you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. And and now Dre's like, we've got to stop this. Um, uh, Andalites don't do this destroy sending species and Dak's like I don't know what we do and fucking Aldrea this clever girl it's just like they put all of the quantum virus the Q118 that's been produced in one container small enough to carry and they're going to destroy the virus and destroy the lab and Dax is like taken aback that um, like she'd go against her own people and yeah. she looks at him as she moves back to herself and says, my people do not wipe out populations. My people came to protect the Hawk Bajir, not to destroy them. I don't know what has Lauren become, has become, but he is not one of my people. And she accepts that Lauren and the other Andalites are going to try and stop them. And she has accepted this. Um, and Dax smiles because even though the Hawk Bajir may be doomed, Aldrea is his friend. She has lied to me, used me from time to time, and yet now here in this black moment, she was my true friend. I didn't believe you, I admitted, when you said if you were forced to choose, you'd choose me. Of course you didn't believe it, Andrea said. I was lying, once again. But this isn't a choice at all. This can't be allowed to happen. You and I alone going against the Yerks and the Andalites, I said. Andrea nodded. I guess that's true. Then from now on, no more lies, no more manipulations, no more Andalite subtlety. And Andrea nods. <laughs> Let's just hope that from now on lasts longer than the next few minutes. Um, the canister pops out, <laughs> rising dramatically from the console. Uh, she asks uh, Dak to carry it because obviously his arms are stronger. And she fucking blows up the computer with her shredder. <laughs> um, so I have seen many brave deeds since the war had begun, but none braver than that. The Andalite girl, like the Andalite girl, turning against her own people to save mine. I cared very much for her then. I probably had before that, but that was when I finally realized it. With all her lies, all her inbred Andalite arrogance, all her manipulations, I loved her. And they blow shit up. And the shit hits the fan. Yep. Uh, Dak brains an Andalite with the canister. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Aldrea dials down the force on the shredder a little and um, <laughs> stuns one. And then they're running. They're just like, okay, we've got to throw the canister into the deep. It should burn up safely there. Um, but shit's bad. It's bad. And, of course, as all is kicking off, 
because like Aloran comes running at the sound of the explosions. This is when bug fighters drop down into the valley mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Followed by the blade ship. Oh, yeah. oh, it's bad. Um, there's this one moment where um, <laughs> one of the bug fighters gets taken out and Dak gets this moment of conflict because like he's cheering because um, the Andalites <laughs> are going to destroy him. But like, hey, at least we got the bug fighter down. Um, yep. And for a moment, they got the opportunity to run because um, the Andalites are going to take care of this threat. And they're going to run into a Lauren um, who's coming up, oblivious to the danger. And uh, Dak comments on the braveness of a Lauren, like this fucking tiny, narrow bridge yep. um, with bug fighters flying around. Um, Aldera calls him out. Just like about you can't just do this, and Alora's like, I'm gonna save the planet, and he's like, Will you save it by destroying it? And Alora just wants the canister, but then hey, fun times. Uh, the part of the bridge gets blown away. Yep. Um, and then the blade ship comes through, and um, in this moment, fucking badass, uh, Dak tells Aldrea to jump, and they land on top of the blade ship. Uh, um, Aldrea breaks her leg in the mm-hmm, fall, mm-hmm. uh, and then, <laughs> and Dak even was knocked, briefly knocked unconscious. Um, and it, they're, they're still trying to find a place to throw the canister so that it will go into the deep. Um, and they don't, they don't think that they're in any kind of place to do that anymore. Um, and, hmm. uh, Dak, has her grab hold of the canister um and just picks her up that can of andalus he yeah it's like lifting her beneath the belly it's just like this visual yeah. of is just it's, it's a lot it's um, so much. and to be fair they're swinging away and uh Dak's just like okay can you please morph into something smaller um, <laughs> um and it's just like now I'll drop the canister but then uh, she has an idea and she starts morphing um, uh, the one creature that could swing in the trees and still hold the canister, and she morphs Hawkbajir. Yeah, and Dak's like, "Whoa!" And she's like, "Yeah, I acquired Delph," and he's having a moment as she does this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and she says, "We're in this together now. If the quantum virus is released, I will die too." And he's like, "I don't want that," and she's just like, "I do." I see this fucking choice of words, K.A. I'll live or die with you. And then we have a forehead touch, (laughs) which is extra good because this is like Hawk Pajir kissing, but it's still a forehead touch. (laughs) And I lose my mind because this is my jam. Um, Uh And it's just the two of them hanging from this thousand foot tall tree. A battle raging, the war lost, holding his canister of virus that could wipe out Hawkbashir. And they're just having this moment together. And then they come down from the tree. And of course, fucking Visa 3 is here. Yep. Uh, And they're surrounded. Yep. And he's just like, that morphin tech, sweet. 
Uh, I love it. Great to watch. Yeah. Had all these sensors set up, saw it in full color. I'm going to be, I really can't wait to use it once I make you my host. And he's like, in fact, cut to Esther, do I gloat a little? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. And yeah. he fucking introduces himself, full title, sub 12. Although with this tribe, I think I'm going to get promoted. My yep. great success. And Andrea's just like, enjoy it, bitch. It's not gonna li- you're not gonna live long enough to get promoted again. <laughs> um I love that. It. It's just like oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, yep. but Aldrea and Dak are taken prisoner. Uh they're yeah. shackled. Um they get onto uh Elspelen's bug fighter, and he's yep. just like, please be careful. I don't want those damaged. Okay, yep. thanks. He's savvy enough to look at the canister and goes, Mmm, that looks dangerous. Somebody pick that up. <laughs> yeah, here, you, you hold this. Uh, takes two, I can only take two guards now um, mm-hmm. because the ship is full. Um, and he tries to goad Aldrea into demorphing um, and then realizes, oh, wait, I don't need you to demorph in order to infest you. Like, I can just infest you and then make you demorph. Uh, and so he holds Aldrea's head to his and yeah. begins to transfer I into say, her head. Yeah, this is also like, she's just like, I'm not transforming. I'm not going to demorph and soon I'm going to be stuck revealing the time limit thing mm-hmm. to him, which he might not have learned otherwise. Well, well he, he would, he would have once, once he, he got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, fair point. But yeah, and he tries to do that. And I don't know just like, uh, and he, he's just like, what's in the canister? And Dak's just like, open it and see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he kicks Dak and then he does, as Daniel says, try to infest, um, Aldrea. Yeah. And this is, he fuck, <laughs> and this is when I realize I fucked up. Uh, cause he gets close enough to like touch the brain and start getting just a glimpse. Mm-hmm. Like gets a flash, um, knows about the canister, gets this visual of her running, realizes he's left his host uh in charge of his own faculties, uh, which becomes a problem because his host then takes out the two Horkbajir guards and then pulls Esplin from Aldrea's skull. Uh and he is Pulled out, uh, and knows for a fact that he's going to die as he's dropped onto the ground. He's waiting for the drop of a foot to squish him. Uh, and even as he does that, he is imagining that vision of Aldrea running free on her homeworld and wishing that he could be that. Uh, yeah, like you said, the the obsession begins. Yes. Well, it continues. It intensifies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he takes the trauma obsession. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a taste of it, mm-hmm. and now, <laughs> mm-hmm. much like uh, his obsession with getting a host at all, mm-hmm. uh, now he is triply, quadruply determined. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we switch to Dak. 
And we learned that uh, Visser 3, Esplin's host, was named Gothalat. Um, and Ga uh, unshackles them. Uh, the two guards are just unconscious. Um, and Dak notes that something seems different with Aldrea. Um, and she says that it's because uh, while he was looking into her mind, she got a glimpse of some of his. Uh, and nothing is ever as simple as it seems. Um, which does imply that she, she too can see, like, the the kind of trajectory mm-hmm. of Esplin's uh, character yeah. um, and recognizing that, like, it didn't have to be this way. Yeah. And um, I, I love that they have this moment of, like, fucking Esplin's there, slug, flopping around on the floor, and, like, uh-huh. what should we do with him? And they don't know, and just... And to be fair, uh, Dag asks what with him, and, and, and Aldo's mm-hmm. just like, with everything. We could use this bug fighter, we could fly away leave this place forever and he asks if that's what she wants and she's just like I am Hawk Bajir now we could be us and he looks ready to maybe do it he take he takes her hand and then of course it, the ship there's a boom the ship's out of control there's flames everything's spinning uh, they're being fired on by an Andalite fighter because they're in a bug fighter yeah. so um Adrea tries to control the uh, ship, uh, but isn't used to like the dexterity of the Hawkbashir yet. Um, mm-hmm. The ship crashes um, all the same. Um, they pass out. Eventually, when they come to, it's daylight. Um, but, you know, they're both alive. They're both Hawkbashir. Uh, the the limit the two hours has passed, uh, and Andrea is now forever a hawk year. No sign of Esplin because that slug is just. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a stream nearby. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, like they realize the canister, the, about the they remember about the canister. They check the wreckage, but it's not there. Um, but after half an hour, uh, Gar reappears, um, carrying the canister. He's retrieved it from the branches and because he knew it was important. But uh, they quickly realize that the top of the canister is open. And the wind is currently blowing the virus away from them, but it's already beginning to kill Gar. Uh, and as, as Dak watches in horror, uh, Ga begins to, uh, die, essentially. And he and Aldrea run. Uh, they run down the valley toward the temporary home among the Arn, but the, the last vestige of the Arn has been destroyed, um, smoke billowing up from the wall city. And as they stand there, they watch an Andalite fighter rise up through the smoke. Behind it, a transport. Another fighter. The second transport. All that was left of the Andalite task force. We stood there watching as they rose, up and up, gaining speed. They disappeared into the blue mist, watching the last of our pathetic hopes evaporate. 
We stood there on the edge of that cliff, knowing the quantum virus was spreading on the wind, and knowing that the Andalites were leaving forever. The end had come. The war was lost. But even now, I was not ready to surrender. Yes, the Andalites were gone, but surely there was still some hope. Surely there had to be some hope for my people. Uh, because Aldrea says the Horkbegir are doomed. And Dax says, there are valleys the virus will not reach for a time. Some will survive. Surely some will survive. And, and there are still the trees. And us, Aldrea said, for now, for a while, we will have us. We stood there for a long time. The passing of the Andalite ships had left swirls in the blue mist, but then the swirls were gone. All that remained were the pillars of smoke and the faint cries of those who had created my people. And in orbit, and in all the valleys, and in the very heads of my people, there were the Yerks. I was Dakhami, Horkbajir Seer, but I could not see the future. I could not see the hope I knew must still be there. But I could see Aldrea. Different now, a Horkbajir, and yet still Aldrea. I could see her, and that would be enough. And then Jera finishes the story. It is morning. Uh, all the hork around the fire are groggy and sore from sleeping on the ground. Um, and they all fell asleep because they've all heard the story before. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Tobias is like, that's an amazing story, but also very sad. Um, I feel like Jara's one of us. Yes, good story. Sad story. <laughs> Jara knows what Jara's it's about. Jara's an angst gremlin, canonically. Uh -huh. Um, uh, and yeah, he said, explains that um, Jeremy uh, told the story. His father told it to him. His grandfather or father father told him, told his father, and he's told his daughter. And uh, Tobias like, oh, daughter, okay. Um, and he, but Tobias like, okay, so what's the end of the story? You didn't tell me the end. And Jared just laughs. It's just like stories don't end. Stories go on. Um, and he's like, well, okay, fair point. I guess I don't want to know the next part of the story. Um, pretty sad. I could see my own people going the same way. Still, I wish I knew what became of Dak and Aldrea and even Esplan 9466. Jara knows that Dak and me and Aldrea, daughter of Ciro Liv, have child, then die. The child was your father. Yes. Once again, Jara looks at him like I'm dense. Dak and Aldrea have son, son called Ciro, in honor of Ciro, not Hawk Bajir name. No, I kind of figured that out. And then they have a son. Ciro has a son. That son is me. Okay, well, there you go. And Esplin 9466. And Jared just looks at it like, yeah, you know who that is. It's like, ah, yes, I do know who that is. Yeah. Um, the Yurk who had managed to survive despite everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'd come to the hall because you had to feel better and now I'm more depressed and I'm sleepy and I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> but the hall because you're waking up, Cat wakes up um, and smiles at uh, Tobias. Their daughter isn't smiling, just looking at him curiously. And, uh, and so I was like, well, I hope that's a great story and I hope that there's another great seer like uh, Dak Kamir. Maybe he'll be luckier. And Jara and Cat agree. And uh, Tobias is about to leave, and when they introduce Tobias to their daughter, uh, Toby, who has been named for Tobias, and Tobias is like, whoa, okay, that's an honor. Uh, and he's genuinely touched, um, it, even though it was a typically sweet Hawk Bajir thing to do. And it's kind of a strange name for a Hawk Bajir, isn't it? 
I'm like, yeah, it's a strange name. And it's a good name because Toby is different. And, um, yeah, he uh, smiles to himself, catches the breeze. As he lifts off, he looks back. And just, <laughs> Tobias leaves and comes back and goes, like, when do you say Toby's different? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Toby herself looks up and smiles a very serious smile. Yes, Tobias, friend of the Hawk Bajir. Yes, I am different. Um, and yeah, the wind picked me up then and I saw it up and away, but with my hawk's eyes, I watched them for a long time. And at some point, I started feeling really good. I felt happy because Jarrah Hami was right. Stories have no end. And my namesake, Toby Hami, the descendant of a brave Andalite girl and a hawk Bajir seer, was going to write the next chapter. Which is badass. Yeah. I would die for Toby. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's the Hork-Bajir Chronicles. That's the Hork-Bajir Chronicles. How, how do you feel? Wrung out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that has nothing to do with the fact that we've been sitting here for five hours. Yeah, and I have food that I need to eat before recording in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a lot of these questions that we have, we answered already uh, mm-hmm. in the discussion. And I think these others will save for the roundtable. Hell yeah. Because uh, I'm sure they'll get a lot of discussion there. Sounds great. So let's round out with our ending uh, questions here. Possible rankings out of 10. Plot. With the caveat of the shittiness, like the general story, I really mm. dig. Yeah. So mm, let's call it an 8. It loses points because of the shitty tropes and the colonialism and the, the bad bits. Mm-hmm. But it's still a good story. Yeah. On plot alone, I think I'd give it a 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, characterization. Oh, yeah, right up at 10. Loved yeah. everything. It's, it's yeah, so good. Great. The characters are so complex and mm-hmm. so interesting and so fun to just learn about. Yeah. It's great. Uh, enjoyability. This is where it loses points for me. Yeah. Like some aspects of it are so strong. The fact that it has these real significant issues that cannot be extracted from the narrative. Yeah. It where it is where it takes that hit. So maybe I will like yeah. Danielle elevate my plot a little, but know that <laughs> my enjoyability is hit. Yeah. So it's hard I'd to say, put a number for me. Yeah. If if it didn't have those issues, I'd easily give it a ten. The story is great. Like I love this book so much. But you know, having read it a few times now and really just like paying attention to all of the shittiness that's baked in. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. drops it at least three points, maybe more, but it, I don't know. I still just love reading it. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's so good. Uh, what was your favorite part? I don't think I can choose one. Like, <laughs> you, you listen back to the episode to work. I love this bit. Like, there are a couple of moments that were like supremely good. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, I think, I think my favorite would have to be the moment when Aldrea realizes the Yerks are on the world, are on the Hork-Bajir homeworld. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's, uh, it's, it's such a well-written turning point mm-hmm. for the plot. Yeah. I have a lot of other favorites, but. I'll bet. 
it's just okay. very good. Um, did anything surprise you on the reread or catch you off guard? I don't know whether I feel like I had a couple of moments of oh wow, but nothing like now that I'm reading that question, going no, nothing surprised me. But I feel like mm-hmm. it in it felt well paced as a novel. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of things. Yeah. I don't think anything. You read this one me, enough. I've I've also I've read this one a lot. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, was there any part that didn't make sense or didn't understand? No, I feel like for all its problems, it was very consistent with everything mm-hmm. we've learned so far. So, mm-hmm. timeline yeah. fuckery aside. Yeah. Uh, which rolls into four, which I think this is absolutely essential. Absolutely. Uh, no question. It, it adds so much context to mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. That... I mean, I'll, I'll add the caveat that if you are like um, of an indigenous background, I think like take care when reading it if you yeah, really want to. But if you feel comfortable going into the narrative, do. If you yeah. if you want to like be fully in the uh, animorphs, yeah, world, yeah, go go into it knowing what to expect for sure. Um, but it's. In terms of, you could go through the rest of the Animorphs without reading this, and it wouldn't affect the main plot necessarily. The, the, the context it gives to the yes. wider world. Yes. Just the, the context it gives is so yeah. deep and rich, and there's there's so much packed into this book. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's what? a little over a hundred pages in this book, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's and, just so much. And like reading the, the, the fucking parallels with the other characters in the main line plot and fucking mm-hmm. Dak and Aldrea as like a counterpoint to fucking Elfangor and Lauren to Rachel yep. and Tobias to Jake and Cassie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's so much and so good. Yep. And, and the war itself. Yes. And, what it bodes for our heroes like uh-huh. yeah yeah hey you still you're still hoping the andalites come to earth to help save the kids <laughs> <laughs> bit of laughter hey. all right yeah all Let, right let's put a bow on this and we'll be back with the round table to uh talk yes. with our guests and really like pull apart this beast and get to the tasty discourse inside yes yes uh my co-host has been jade you can find them on the internet at jade oxford rose you can find their home podcast follow the leader wherein they play a variety of gmless tabletop games at ftlcast on twitter you can also catch them on dumb kids playing hero uh which is uh actual play podcast where we play a game that i wrote that's it about Animorphs, if you didn't guess. We talk about it a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're also finishing up uh, some streams that they've been doing all summer, uh, Sagas of the Sunless Reach. I believe they're all being archived on our YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, And so at the very least, you'll be able to catch them there. And uh, my co-host my co-host has been the inimitable Danielle. You can find them (laughs) online at RedtailTalk90 in basically all of the places. Uh, and you can check out their home podcast, The Room Where It Happened. Actual play goodness, 
found families, sci-fi, Appalachia in space. There are queer robots. Yes, you heard me right. Queer <laughs> robots. Check it out. The season is in its final days. And you know shit always gets buck wild around finales. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Let's do a clap. Let's do a clap. 15? Uh, 15.